here yeah we are we're live um, finally finally this is take number one yep and uh yeah so like i've been trying to say um you guys obviously haven't heard it but i've definitely said this a few times um last week was easily <laughs> one of our i just can't i can't <laughs> i can't grasp seriousness <laughs> but i'm trying i think now that we addressed it i can move on from it we're leaving it in. Yeah, in take four, we can we can do editing magic or something. He's got he's caught the giggles. I did I did catch the giggles. Uh, Ruined our our third recording attempt. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so New York is blue. That's correct. Finally and forever. Hopefully, it stays this way forever. Um, in terms of the derby. Yep. But uh, in terms of my heart, it, New York will always be blue. Uh, yeah. New Jersey can be red at times. Um, but even we own New Jersey now as well. Yeah. Um, like I was like I was talking about uh, earlier. Last last episode easily one of our best in terms of content. Easily, easily yeah. our best in terms of engagement. Um, although we do notice every week a lot of you guys that watch are not subscribed. True. If you like what you see, definitely give us a subscribe. Um, we're going to consistently be raising the bar in terms of what we provide uh, in terms of content. So stick around for the ride. Yeah, and a couple of you guys did subscribe uh, off the back of that last episode. Um, so thank you. Welcome if, to... If we uh, knew if we could see names, we would definitely shout you out. Welcome to the show. Um, like you said, we're going to be raising the bar a little as we uh, move into the future. One thing that we got uh, confirmation of today is that we can use clips from the game um, to overlay over the conversation. So you'll probably see throughout this episode, um, we'll toss little clips of goals or, you know, things that, that we're talking about, uh, right. over the, over the episode. So you guys kind of know exactly what, um, we're referencing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and going back into that game, um, into the Derby, I think that was hands down one of the best performances we've ever seen. Easily. I think it definitely was better than the Toronto performance, um, in the MLS is back tournament. I, the only reason I say it beats that performance is because I felt that we dominated the entire game and got all the goals that we deserved. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I think there's there's room for for improvement in finishing still, but just looking at the game, we dominated the whole entire game. We got our goals and we got the, one of the biggest wins in our season. Yeah, well, it's like you said. I think in in one of the prior recordings is um. Uh, well, last episode you alluded to the fact that this is a tough game, not because the team is tough, but because um, the Red Bulls are tough. That's a tough, right. a tough game, a rivalry game, a derby. Um, and then you also said uh, better coaches have had worse results against you know Easy. similar circumstances against yeah. Red Bulls. So, um, I mean, you you can only be happy with winning your derby. I mean, there there's no nothing better than that. And then to add in the fact that uh, potentially our favorite player uh in the team scores a hat trick yeah i mean, I mean for us like we're absolutely just buzzing i mean it doesn't yeah. get better it literally doesn't. over the moon with that result yeah and, and the way it panned out um plus maxi coming you know back in really that i saw that as his first real big game back because mm -hmm. you know in in the other game he could kind of just coast and he didn't really need to turn on 100 percent. this game we needed him to be 100 percent the whole game and I felt like he gave that to us. Um, and he was, yeah. Yeah, and even Tati, you know, outside of the hat trick, that assist was class. Like, that's something that you can't teach somebody. That's just an instinct that people have. 
Um, and we're just we're lucky to have Tati. Really, between between the the header to finish and that ball, I mean, he showed it all. That's up there with with one of the the goals of the season for us. Um, and then not to be uh, confused with the other goal of the season, you know, candidate that we had in the game was uh, the captain stepping up and just hammering that Dang ball him. off the off the bottom of the crossbar in. Taught him everything he knows about finishing. <laughs> they finally called me in. Okay. <laughs> just saying. I, told him, you know, I feel like get it on that left foot. You might as well just bang it. They don't think it anything of it. Okay. Yeah. I was just my only thought was that I don't know uh, how much Alex would like that uh, that assessment. Well, he's got no Twitter, so I don't know how I would send him that message. True. But going forward, um, you know, I think like like I was saying, I, uh, Ronnie Ball in this exact moment, I feel has reached. Um, it's peak. It's definitely peaking and, and hopefully at the right moment because I think every every single one of those players is buying in finally. Um, I feel like to the tactics, to the manager, to the instruction. Yeah. And it's all kind of coming to a point where we're going to be able to get these results. Obviously, we need to, to, um, to finish the goals that we create because that, that historically has been our downfall this season. Mm-hmm. You know, that could have been eight or nine had we finished the chances we created. Yeah, well, as we as we get more of these results that really matter, like the the one no win against Toronto, this 5-2 against the Red Bulls, um, and in both games we saw uh, identical starting lineups. So um, as these players are sure of their role in the team, uh, that's when you start to see players fall into the tactics and really kind of dig themselves in and start performing the way that Ronnie expects them to. I mean, it's it's easier um, if every week in and out you know that you're going to be playing. Um, I mean, for a million different reasons, mm-hmm. that's that makes it easier. So um, I hope that that at this point with our our injuries um, and everything like that, that we found our best eleven um, and who should be starting consistently every game. Because I can't imagine um, after that Red Bulls game, why would you switch it up? There, yeah, there wouldn't be any reason to. So, well, you know, not not that, you know, Ronnie needs to be reminded, but there's a big difference between sticking with one eleven, knowing that's your best eleven, and sticking with the same eleven and same tactics, because yep. we'll be found out. And so, you know, we need some some uh, switch ups tactically, um, depending on the opponent. But I think overall, that's our best eleven. Um, the defense kind of needs to step it up. I'd say that they are the only ones holding us back right now. Is that honestly our two center backs and Sean Johnson? They need to raise the level because, like like we were saying before, against better teams, that defense is not gonna is not gonna keep a clean sheet. No. Well, if so, granted, both the the Red Bulls goals were against the run of play, um, but if you watch both situations, it was a case of sort of getting caught ball watching and like not stepping up whether it be because uh, you thought somebody else was going to or you just weren't uh I, I really don't know you just didn't react immediately as as you need to when you're you're playing professional soccer because um, both of those definitely should have been cleared well before a shot was taken um with the one uh not the driven shot that that tucked left corner but the other one that box was in the ball for or the ball was in the box for like 10 seconds. We, yeah. we had maybe three to four defenders all around it. Um, and we, we let them get a shot off somehow. 
Yeah. It just well, isn't isn't acceptable, really. You, you look back at the clip and you see Callens has a Red Bulls player in his hands, mm. right? Who realistically, if if he if Callens is not holding that man, that man has no weight on the result of that play. Yeah. Like he can't affect the game at all. So at that point, you have to make the decision, okay, I'm going to disengage with this guy because Cheneau clearly is a step behind the ball. So I need to make up that space for him. It's, I mean, it's little things like that that can cost you games in big games, cost you goals in big games. And so that's just stuff that has to get cleaned up. And it's it's sort of a, a situation of uh, awareness too because with the second goal, um, it was scored because of uh, Cheneau not necessarily being aware that Sean had the goal covered. Like yeah. uh, it, it's or lucky like doing too much type of thing. Yeah, it's it's lucky not to be credited as a uh, as an own goal, um, because it was on target. But if if Chano doesn't toe poke that, I mean, Sean has it covered yeah. the entire time. So sort of just, you know, those little things, just being aware of your situation and uh, the teammates around you, and you know, they would have only really scored one on us. Yeah, and I mean, communication is a big thing too. Um, Granted, with- all that does happen within like a second or two yeah but 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 the bigger picture is that within the last two three games you see sean johnson definitely talking more and you hear him talking more more i've ever heard him talk. yeah and so that's very important that has to stay though like he has to be switched on like that all the time um and i've heard it a lot more in the last three games than i have in his entire career with us yeah and so i'm assuming that's Ronnie saying, "Hey, you are the leader of this backline. Like mm-hmm. you tell them where they go, where to go, and they'll go." Yeah, no, that that's exactly what we've seen. Like, that's what I've noticed is I've I feel like I've never heard Sean like yelling ever. Like no, unless, occasionally, unless on, it's on like a free yeah, uh, gonna, set piece or something. Yeah, I was gonna say on a free kick or a set piece, he's trying to build a line. But like the like you said, the last two or three games, I mean, literally almost constantly throughout yeah. the ninety, you hear Sean screaming. Even when we're at like half field, he's yeah. screaming. So well, a lot of it too is him telling Callens and Chanel what space he wants them to occupy. Yeah, I mean that's what you you have to do too. If if you have a little bit better understanding and you have a well, he can see so much more of saying. the field than yeah, anybody you, else. You have a viewpoint that that at that point Collins and Chanel don't have. Yeah, and you can see where they're playing off of each other yeah. where if if Callens is behind Chano, he has really no idea yeah so um Chano doesn't have any idea so that's that's what you want to see your keeper doing honestly yeah, yeah. so I mean step in the right direction um but he, he does have to be a little little sharper on on shots that are outside of the box mm. um those can't be going in especially when they're rolling on the ground I know it's a it's a wet pitch but there's no excuse there yeah and then in in terms of the finishing thing this was really uh the first game where we saw finishing just not be an issue whatsoever it was i mean it, but it was though i mean we could have scored more yeah definitely um but, but in terms of the finishes that we did see uh like we saw gary literally just shoot it right through a keeper on his weak foot too. yeah on his weak foot shoot it through a keeper which yeah. is i mean that happens every day in, in upper yeah. leagues um and then we see tati have all the the confidence and uh self-control in the box to take that one off his chest and place it to the right of the keeper i mean really you you can't be too angry with uh the finishing although we could have put more on him but yeah no i mean you'll never hear me complain about scoring that many goals yeah well comparing it so what we're doing is comparing it to what we've seen so far so uh obviously it's worlds better to score five when when sometimes we can't even score one exactly so 
Um, world's better, but the confidence in scoring five and scoring like eight, is it really, would it have been that different? Probably yeah, not. No. And so, yeah, just over the moon with the, with the result. Um, excited to see what yeah, this team can I do hope, in the playoffs. I, yeah, I hope moving towards the playoffs <clears throat> that, uh, you know, this is a sign of us starting to heat up um, and starting to really buy into this system, like you said earlier, because um, we will play tougher teams. For sure, yeah. And they, we <laughs> have the Red to Bulls be, are not good by, by any stretch. We have to be that level that we showed against the Red Bulls and more, specifically defensively and in the final third. Yeah, so um, not much else to say about, about New York. Um, looking forward to the Chicago game. It's another team that's not that tough, to be honest. Um, but they have players. Yeah, they, ha- they they have players. Every team in the league has a couple players, um, and it's an away game, so, you know, that's a factor as well. Mm. Um, but it's looking like, you know, in terms of uh, that fourth seed, that uh, it's really up to us. Um, 100%. Yeah, we, we get lucky in the fact that uh, Orlando and Columbus play each other, so one of them is uh, forced to lose or they're both forced to tie, which either way puts us in a tiebreaker position mm-hmm. um which with wins we beat orlando on um with wins we tie columbus on so we may have to make up a couple of a couple of goals and goal differential but i think we're in a great position um to, to probably take that four seed and have a home game at, at yankee stadium so for sure i'm i'm very much looking forward to that uh, i hope the boys can go get it done but it all starts with winning that chicago yeah, game yeah we have so to win that chicago it's, game it's really up to us um sean johnson probably going to be the most checked in person in that game yep uh going back to his hold home mm-hmm. um but yeah go, uh, going forward definitely need to win this game um tactically and stuff like that we're probably not going to get too much into it cuz it's not you know it's not a red bulls or a toronto game right um, it's kind of just one of those games that we have to win and so, hopefully we could do that. Yeah, and we can maybe dive a little bit into uh, the news about the CONCACAF Champions mm-hmm. League. So they announced that uh, they'll be resuming games on the 15th or the 16th of December. So we will be playing Tigres on the 15th or the 16th of December. It's a tough one. Yeah, so Tigres is always going to be a tough team. Um, you kind of alluded to it in the prior recording that we don't have Sands this time either to deal with some of those people that know how to score goals down in Tigres. Right. Or to slow down, you know, the potential of getting counterattacked because yeah. they, they want to take advantage of our lack of speed at the back. Um, Sands really, you know, does a good job at dealing with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not having him is going to be tough. So I, I would assume we see Acevedo come back in uh to the team for that and we have him sitting probably right in uh in front of the two center backs yeah and i would assume if not in the tigres game uh we probably will see uh almost i mean everybody in in the uh in the roster you know kind of play play because yeah as if if you've seen the schedule for the champions league um is very quick so it starts on the 15th and it's wrapped up by the 22nd so uh in best case scenario that we also somehow find our way to the mls finals we would be playing um up to four games over the course of 10 days so at that point uh you're definitely considering you know acevedo will see the field um 
hopefully maybe we'll see hack see the field at some point um, i would love that we're gonna be deep in the reserves you know between the the five injuries that we've got and then playing four games in 10 days um you got to call on some of the younger guys and some of those rotation guys to step up yeah and uh, well, do the thing and in that case i would say you know ronnie would be smarter to start some of the younger guys and mm -hmm. then bring the vets in later rather than do the opposite because you want that experience late late in those big games yeah easily rather than early yeah so uh you know we'll keep an eye on that that's you know maybe about what two months away now or a month and a half so that's upcoming but it's it's something to sort of game plan more for as you get closer to it yeah so, and I, I doubt ronnie is looking anywhere but at yeah. the uh playoffs right now right and so you know in terms of that we're probably not going to hear him talk about it until nah. maybe, you know something happens with the mls and then that's that's probably just about all we you know really have for <clears throat> city i don't know if you wanted to touch a little bit on uh the men's national team yeah no i mean um the the short list of players came out today in terms of who's who got the call up um average age i believe was somewhere between 20 and 22 mm -hmm. i don't want to speak i don't want to incorrectly I, I believe it was 22 but it, it, it might have been 20. that's um, perfect perfect i'm i'm so happy that men like bradley aren't in there that yeah. gonzalez those kind of guys aren't in there uh-huh um there are some guys who are kind of getting old and they were young in the last world cup that we were in like brooks uh miazga those type of guys but you need you need experience in the back line and and not so much going forward yeah and so I, i'm just excited to see what these guys can do um going forward especially with such young guys all of which or majority of them are all coming from overseas yeah um and a couple of nycfc alum in there so you know that it's it's sort of hitting on uh both both points for us so as we get closer to you know these men's national team uh fixtures coming up like we've got wales i think maybe in a week from now yeah and uh, then who else was it like puerto rico or something or Colombia? Yeah. there's some it was a weird something Ghana? so regardless whenever we do you know play the games obviously um especially if if we're if you catch us on an episode right before the game we're gonna dive a little bit into it like how we uh split up episodes prior between hartford and the and new york we'll be splitting it up with uh the men's national team and kind of giving our thoughts and giving our reactions after they do play so i think that's costa rica costa rica okay i think I what date Pan panama i don't know honestly <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think it's panama i think it is panama too um but either way we're gonna be uh we're gonna be sharing thoughts we're gonna be sharing reactions so austria i think that's who we play it's in austria okay so austria it is um but yeah i would say that's probably pretty much yeah, all we'll go ahead and wrap that up all we've got to say about uh both teams very very excited on both ends for what's coming mm -hmm. um if you guys aren't subscribed and you're watching this why why aren't you subscribed yeah most of you guys that do watch this aren't subscribed so if you do like what, what we're doing um like i said before we're gonna keep raising the bar um getting better content out there post 90 pot on all socials yep we'll see you guys thank you guys for watching peace out see you guys soon bye